0: Live. Hello, and welcome to Our World with your host, Netboy and Doc. Netty, Net, what's going on, dude?
1: Hey, uh, everything is good. Um, I just wanted, before we start, give a shout-out to the Maryland Police Department. They clocked me doing 89 miles an hour in 60, and she let me go with a warning, which I was 100% shocked. Okay, you know what?
0: We share topics. That's how we uh, create the basis of the show. And on the list of topics, I was highly confused when I looked at my list and said, shout out to the Maryland police. I said, what the hell is that about? So for the last 20 minutes, I've been online trying to hunt for what have they done so good. But I tell you what, that <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. You saying 28 miles over.
1: Yeah, I thought I was—I thought I was at 80, but she said she clocked me at 89. But she was 100% nice. She walked up to the car. She was like, "Listen, you're being recorded." She was talking so low, I guess so her recorder wouldn't pick up her voice. She asked me for my license and registration. I gave it to her. She looked in the car. She seen I had people in the car with me. She's like, "Where are you headed?" I'm like, "Well, I'm heading back home to New York." And when she came back, she gave me this piece of paper. She said, "Listen." I normally don't do this, and she pointed to the word warning, and I was like, thank you. Because easily, easily that could have been at least between a 250 and $500 ticket. And points. Well, I don't think if you get points out of state, I don't think they transfer back into New York. Really? At least it didn't, because I remember one time um, Virginia has weird laws. I feel like in Virginia the speed limit could be 50, and then it drops down to a 30 depending on where you're at. And I got pulled over right before the Chesapeake Bay Bridge. My license was suspended in Virginia, but when I went to New York DMV, they said everything was fine.
0: So, you know what? I didn't, I didn't even know that, that you could be suspended in certain states and find home. See, I, I have a New York City driver's license.
1: Yeah.
0: I Don't ask me why. My wife asks me all the time. Why don't give up the New York City driver's license and just get a North Carolina driver's license? But I just refuse to. I don't feel like going through the DMV down here, and then you know they'll bust my chops a little bit, make me retest. I don't want to retest. I have a license that's good to 2024, and I'm 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 good with that. Especially since, believe it or not, my New York, uh, I have a New York City driver's license. Yeah, but my North Carolina. Addresses on my license. New York is one of those weird states. They actually let you put your out of state address on your license.
1: Oh, wow. I didn't know that at all.
0: Because they know that New York is such a business transition place. You know, like, say you got a New York City license, but you're in California because you're a business person. Whatever. So, yeah, they allow me. They allow me to have my license with my home address here, but New York City driver's license. Oh, Even cool. though I think I, I think you're going to go through some kind of transition uh, between now and at least by the end of 18, where there's going to be some different checkpoints on the license.
1: Yeah.
0: And I might have to give it up then because I'm not going to come to New York to do a DMV.
1: Yeah, I did this online. Sure. I'm pretty sure soon, too, with all these new terrorists renting cars and stuff, I'm pretty sure they're going to ask for additional information and stuff.
0: Yeah, especially since, you know, I'm pretty gray-beard now. Uh, (laughs) My driver's license, like my wife always laughs, she said, I look like I'm still only 30 years old. You know, (laughs) I don't have a drop of gray in my beard. She said, what are you going to be, 72 with the same license? (laughs) You know, we pay a higher premium to get it out of state. I think... I think my eight-year, I got a fucking eight-year. It cost me like $84. Okay. You guys pay
1: only like 60 for it. Yeah, I don't even remember. I just sent for it. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's what I did. I read mine was coming close to running out, and I said, you know what? Let me renew it. I looked at it again. And he's like, oh, you can get an eight-year for $84. I was like, eight years for $84 sounds good. But yeah, what's that? Almost... Eleven a little less than eleven dollars a year. Yeah, it still beats. I mean, well, Arizona still beats everybody. Arizona is a thirty-five-year
1: driver's license. Oh, um, see, I think I think your driver's years. license should be after a certain age. I think you should have to. You need to go in every five years after that. Yeah, and and take a picture because you're not the same dude anymore. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Because like, you, you should, really think – some people go through dementia, and they don't know, but they still be driving.
0: Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, man, it's, it's, it's true. It's true. So we had an interesting week. Before I talk about football, I always like to start off with the UFC because I don't know, <laughs> one, if you watched it or not. Did you watch this weekend's UFC?
1: No, I was in Maryland, so I actually missed most sports.
0: Okay. So uh, it was a, I'll, I'll go through this briefly. Matt Brown for Diego Sanchez and hit him with the elbow from hell. I I am talking about if you could equate it to WWE, it's a <laughs> mixture of AJ Styles, AJ Styles off the top rope elbow and um Sinjay Nakamura. Imagine that, but real. And and at a distance of about thirteen inches, I mean, he hit him in the temple with this elbow going downwards, and the man dropped like he was shot. He had no clue where he was, what day it was, what city, city or state he was in.
1: Well, I gotta look that
0: up. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it, that's a, the fight was so quick. You could actually watch it. There were several fights like that on this card. Um, Clay, Glieder, uh, Clay Guida fought Joe Lazan. Quick first round, devastating. Devastating knockout. But the headline of the card was just Dustin Poitier. He fought Anthony Pettis. Mm-hmm. And Anthony and Dustin might not have been blood brothers before the fight. I'm sure they wasn't. But after the amount of blood that they leaked on each other, they are now some sort of family. (laughs) They are some sort of family. But the highlight of the night, Ned, and I want you to look him up, even though I'm going to have pictures attached to the presentation of this podcast. Junior Albani fought Andre Mm Avaloski. The fight was not... Was to be talked about. Junior Alabanti is a six foot three, two hundred and fifty pound dude who's built like a three year old. Imagine a three year old oh, yes. and he stretched <laughs> their body out to six three, two forty. So yes. he's got the big fat legs, the big baby titties, the big jiggly belly, but. He entered the ring in a pair of shorts that a hundred percent looked like a diaper.
1: Yeah, I'm watching it right now.
0: Looked <laughs> <laughs> like he wore a diaper. Now, I, I, I got I got something to say about this, man. The UFC really doesn't have, other than the fact that women women can wear like a bikini, uh, uh like bra tops, sports yeah. tops, or t-shirts, but everybody wears some form of, like, biking shorts. Yep. Junior Albante shorts should be banned. He should be forced. Everybody should be forced to wear some form of, like, basketball shorts. Basketball shorts now are long. They give you a chance to kick with your legs. Yeah, they're universal. Yes. That should be one. Two, women should be banned from wearing any neon color. They should be banned from wearing white. I think all women should be forced to be either navy blue or black. You want to sit there and watch the fight. You don't want poon on display. And once they get wet and you got that going, it's a whole different thing. Especially if they're like, say, neon yellow or neon green.
1: (laughs) Oh, shit. And, And then on
0: top, I want all the men. I want... All Larry Blackman from Cameo Cock Pieces banned from the (laughs) UFC. Instantly, no more. I've had enough of that. But the Junior Albante gray diaper was the most awesome sight. I couldn't believe what I was watching. I couldn't take my (laughs) eyes off the guy. I didn't give a fuck about the fight. I I, I, I was caught up in the fact that I was watching a... Grown three-year-old. The world's biggest three-year-old. Well, they said his nickname is Baby, right? Well, oh, shit, bro. That make, you know what? My wife keeps thinking that he'd have some kind of infantile fetish because she couldn't believe she was sitting there going, what the hell are we watching? <laughs> I'm like, this is insane. Well, man, i seen your girl this weekend on Saturday Night Live. Tiffany oh, haddish. haddish. yeah, And I'm going to say that it was a pretty good show. I am very disappointed at the very end of the show what Tiffany told me and what she told the viewing audience.
1: I didn't see the end which
0: well her last words was that she was the very first black female stand-up comedian to ever host SNL. Oh yeah, that
1: that's what I they been that's what they been, been posting on ass.
0: And you know before what? the show. I, I didn't know that. And here's what broke my heart. This is 43 years, right? Mm-hmm. 566 hosts. And at no time could a black female stand-up
1: comedian host that show.
0: I find that disgusting.
1: Yeah, well, remember, they had a problem a couple of years ago. They didn't even, well, I'm not going to say they didn't want to, but it was a big controversy because they wanted to hire black comedians, women comedians. True, and but they, they, needed one for,
0: uh, they needed one for uh, uh, Michelle Obama.
1: Yeah, and they, um, they used to do the, the View, a segment on the View, but they would have two men dressed up as Whoopi and there was another black lady on the show, but I can't remember her name. Hmm. They would just have two she, other black guys dressed as women. I'm, I was in shock. That Whoopi,
0: I was I, like, do you mean to tell me Whoopi never hosts his SNL? Yeah, Whoopi, uh,
1: uh, Wanda Sykes.
0: See, I can see Monique. Maybe Monique not might not have been big enough, you know, and some more and people like that. But Wanda Sykes and Whoopi Goldberg, I'm saying, come on, you got to be joking me. Yeah. So and I so what I did was you know when I see people like Tiffany Haddish and I really don't know who they are I did research on her and I really wish that I didn't do research on Tiffany Tiffany has had a hard life man uh,
1: a horrible life I, I don't know if you read the story about her father trying to kill her mother and they yeah,
0: in the car or something like that and then being raped by the
1: cop I mean so this lady who
0: I went from rooting against. I have nothing but love for her. I have to root for her. Yeah. Even though Tiffany Haddish reminds me of a chick who farts out loud. <laughs> she reminds me of the chick who just blasts off like a dude who doesn't give a fuck and doesn't even say sorry. Like she, she waves it with her hand. Now, I think, she's, I think she's an over-the-top character, but I root I, I, I don't have anything against her success at all. Yeah. I actually root for her to succeed. When you when you she's already a success to make it out of all that shit, man.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think she grew up in Forthome for at least eight or nine years.
0: Yeah, after taking care of her siblings and I mean it's it's a mess, man. I mean, she bucked the odds to actually make it the way that she made it. So thumbs up to Tiffany Haddish and congratulations on being the very first uh black female comedian host of SNL. SNL needs to find some others like Prontissimo.
1: Yeah, I don't know what the hell is... Uh, what's the guy that runs SNL? I would love to say Larry David, but that's not his name. No, no, no.
0: Uh, the Canadian guy. It'll, it'll come to me. Uh, Lauren, Lauren Michaels.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. He needs to figure that out. Is it damn yeah, yeah. SNL been on 43 or 48?
0: 43 years, 566...
1: Hosts,
0: oh, 566 you know, <laughs> hosts.
1: I got a quick, uh, uh, something quick to say in regards to comedians. I was talking to a millennial, I guess you'll call these kids the millennial. She got to be about 24, 25. So she asked me my daughter's middle name, and I was like, oh, it's Rain. Uh, I, I kind of like the name from, um. I got the name from Richard Pryor's daughter. She was like, who's Richard Pryor?
0: Oh, my God. Now, that, that's,
1: <laughs>
0: that's, that's, that's. <laughs> Oh my God. You know what? Ah Lord. It it makes me think. It, it that's almost sacrilege. She <laughs> likes comedy and does not know who Richard Pry is a he, thin uh one of the Mount Rushmores?
1: He's like a twenty five year old white girls did not know who Richard Pry was. You know, it makes me think,
0: see, I, I, I grew up in a different time, I will admit. I grew up Not being from Manhattan. See, Manhattanites always had the option of cable. Brooklynites, believe it or not, we thought we was hip and everything. We didn't get cable until, like, 98, dude. (laughs) Can you believe that? New York City, Brooklyn, certain parts of Brooklyn. I am not joking. 98. I know because me and my wife were married for at least two years before we got cable. I had direct TV before I had cable because they didn't have the wiring laid down. So, I didn't grow up on cable. Even though I could afford it, I just didn't grow up on it. Mm-hmm. So, I grew up on the local channels. And back then, we talking 2, 4, two, four 5, seven, nine, 11, 13. Oh, yeah. Right? So, every Sunday, I would get up. And right before football, Avon and Costello would be on. I'm oh, wondering yeah. how many people under 30 even know the fuck Avin and Costello is. Yeah, with. they probably
1: don't. I only know because... Uh... We have DVDs of them in my house.
0: I mean, like, who would know the Marx Brothers from this generation? Yeah, who well, the like, fuck would know?
1: Who would it's, even know it's the, the it's Marx Brothers uh, low
0: and Hardy?
1: It's a Google search, though. I mean, for instance, I like comedy, so I Google comedians. And if I see something I like, I go pick up their album or try to listen to some of their stuff. I'm mm. from the hood. Awesome. There's no way I should have been listening to, like, uh, Robin Williams, but he was one of my favorite comedians.
0: Yeah, I can dig that. I mean, like, you know what? Uh, I grew up in the album era. Oh, yeah. Comedy was actually on an album because we had television that went off at 1 o'clock in the morning. I mean, people can't even imagine that now. I'm talking test pattern. Test pattern from 1 o'clock to 6 a.m., (laughs) No fucking you! You could turn to all those channels, like after uh, what what's uh uh, this fucking Fallon show? What's that? The Tonight Show. Mm Mhm. Yeah. Back then it used to be Johnny Carson. Yep. We used to have a thing called the Late Late Show, the Late Late Show went off at one thirty. After that, that shit was like, uh, boom! You hear this for the rest of the night. And so everybody from my generation, we if you hung out late, you say you came in from a party or something and it was 2.30 in the morning. Like nowadays people turn on ESPN. Yeah. You know what we had to do? We had to put on albums. So we listened to music. Music was everything. I mean, BLS at the time, BLS was the big black station in New York at the time. There was no Hot 97. There was no Power 105 or whatever the hell the numbers is. I might have them mixed up. Yeah, that's but just... it was strictly... we d- DVDs wasn't cre- <laughs> created. I'm really aging myself. DVDs wasn't created. VH1s wasn't created yet. <laughs> there was no form of entertainment but your, re- your record player. You know, this is the good old days where if they didn't reach... If you didn't get the phone call while you took the phone call, there was no phone call to get. Yeah. You know? Man, did you watch? I know you was traveling. Did you watch The Dead yet? Walking yeah,
1: Dead? I, yeah, I watched The Dead. I actually stayed up late last night to catch the the replay.
0: What did you think of the episode?
1: Um, I guess it's now going to build the character of King more. But man, I hated to see the I hated to see the tiger go.
0: Oh Silva Silva? <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: like well, he it wanted went to out cry. Like it, it went out like a trooper.
1: Yeah. But however, that whole Rick and um I can never remember the guy's name. Daryl. Daryl. Like they just pop up out of nowhere to save the
0: day. Yeah, well they did you know, I thought I thought maybe my D V R skipped. <laughs> so I rewind because I said, they must have talked to him. Why did they know? How did they even know how to chase these guys?
1: Yeah, how did they know that those were the people that had the guns? Like, um, I know last week the guy said, oh, the guns was moved to that location. But they never mentioned that Rick and them was going to that location. Now, see, here's
0: something that The Walking Dead did that was really asinine and dumb. Ezekiel does this speech, you know, if you watch the show, you know the whole beginning is about this speech. Yeah. And he is not a cold-hearted or cold-blooded man. We all know that. Yep. But he says we have to finish these people, which makes everything that Jesus has been doing counterproductive. Yep. He, now, this is a kind, benevolent man who would welcome people in if he first could. But every time they show you these Negan people, they let you know they're like Trump. They're too far gone to rehabilitate. Yep. There is no – why would you waste resources, food, uh, safety, the chance that these snakes would turn on you? So I'm hoping that next week we're building towards, as we see uh, in the upcoming previews, Negan instantly gets the jump on Greg on on uh, Gabriel. Well, even
1: though like he Gabriel, has a bat. good fight,
0: you got a bat and You got an M sixteen. M sixteen should should win every time, unless you're a total idiot. And you know if you if you got some brown skin, and your ass is on the Walking Dead, you walk the fine line of almost always being an idiot.
1: Yep. time you? The, the guy with the glasses. I was like, "What the hell how did Jim Carrey become a part of this series?" Yeah, <laughs> looked like Jim Carrey. Or oh, oh, as my wife called him, David Koresh <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was, he
0: was super country, creepy, and why? So, what the fuck was uh, Negan doing, just sitting around telling Ezekiel's whole life story? That's what oh, I'm we saying. know all. We all we know all about you.
1: I'm like, was he a was he part of the Ezekiel's camp and then betrayed them? But how do you know all that information?
0: I don't know. Think about it. Carol and them didn't even, we didn't even know. Yeah, you're not a king. You're just an
1: actor. And, and another thing I didn't like, where was that tiger with all the zombies? Why that tiger only shows up every once in a blue moon? <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> that's, you know, they're, 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 look, this is the thing. We're not supposed to think. Because the first thing Carol could have did before she went and tried to save Ezekiel and the big boy, she had an M sixteen. Shoot out the fucking tires on the truck. In the discussion, it can't yeah. go
1: anywhere. They're always shooting at the at the truck. Yeah, shoot
0: the tires. This way, okay. I go save these guys, and as they expose themselves to get to a new truck, I shoot them dead. Yes.
1: Yeah. And I must say, but, Darryl must really have the Batman motorcycle. Many times that, that bike has fallen on the ground, he slid off of it. <laughs> Next thing you know, he's back on it, doing like 90 miles an hour. And
0: on top of it, I fired some weapons in my life. You cannot fire accurately <laughs> moving. I am telling you, <laughs> that's the one thing that you cannot do. Even in military movies, people don't be moving. <laughs> you usually stop yourself so you could find a weapon. When you're moving at a high rate of speed, man, that bullet ain't going straight, and it damn sure ain't hit nobody in a small ass chest in a big wide open place.
1: Yep. Was, okay, and, man. in the, 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 the beginning when Ezekiel boys jumped to save his life, you, you mean to tell me no people who had? I'm talking. Head size holes in their body that them them bullets not penetrate their body and hit Ezekiel.
0: No, he just caught one in the leg. <laughs> but you know we not like I said d- suspend suspend all things that you know when you watch television. Yeah, yeah. It just is not supposed to make much sense. So we had this weekend a rare weekend we had some big timers release some music. M&M featuring Beyoncé,
1: Walk on Water.
0: I actually really like the song.
1: Yeah, I think I told you I was like I don't I didn't think it was going to be your taste.
0: I don't mind him just talking basically talking. You know, like he did about the Trump thing. But this sounds like M from another time because he's Bash and M in the third party.
1: Yeah, well, to me, it was like he was trying to basically say, y'all holding me up on this pedestal where I can't keep giving you fire. Like, I'm not a god. Like, I can't keep giving you fire. It's like, I'm going to have a bomb every now and then.
0: Yeah, yeah, like she said, you, you you bastard scrutinize me. You scrutinize me in a way that you don't scrutinize anybody else. And uh, you know what? I liked it. I loved, I loved, I'm not a fan, but Beyonce blended well, and, and what she sung made sense.
1: Yeah, I agree. It's it,
0: not just that. It made sense. I am not Jesus. I walk on water. If yep. it's frozen, just like you can.
1: Yep. And it, it's it made sense. It, it's funny because it, it, it came at a time where last week I was listening to someone else's show. I'm not going to give them any props, but they said Eminem cannot be in anyone's top five. And I was like, what? He said, because I've he's never heard anyone bump Eminem in a car. I'm like, what the fuck does that have to do with someone being in your top five? Because you mean to tell me people don't listen to it in the car? If, well, if the I'ma man tell you you now, hundreds of millions of albums, people are listening to it somewhere.
0: I tell you now, I listen to Eminem in my car. I listen to Eminem now, in my car. I don't know. I, I don't know if it was recovery or relapse. The one where he's walking on the road with his back. Oh, uh, I think that's that recovery. might be Recovery. Recovery. That no love with Lil Wayne. 25 to life, I'm still listening to that. Yeah. I'm still actually bumping that. That is still in my rotation. That no love is one of my favorite flows by him that he has ever actually done. Matter of fact, to me, that cemented Lil Wayne. I'm not a Little Wayne fan, but I was like, if Lil Wayne could come up with the words to blend in with uh, Eminem, shit, I was... List- I, I listened to one of the songs that he said he caught flack from. Speed him.
1: Oh, okay. I actually,
0: because I might be one of the few people. I love aggressive, aggressive music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I love Tech 9
1: Oh, yeah, I yeah, yeah. Tech that was a Tech great Nine. song. Oh, it, it so, was like, I said Eminem, he, he was like, one of the things he, also, he said, well, the beats aren't that great. So I said, like, okay, it's only three people that tend to produce his beats. He just added Rick Rubin. So you're saying Dre... Eminem and I think one of the D12 guys does his beats. You said you, you don't like those beats, but you love the Renegade song that Eminem did with Jay-Z, the song that Eminem did with Nas. Uh, those were Eminem produced beats. And we already know Dr. Dre beats is just – Dr. Dre's Dr. Dre. He's like the GOAT. Yeah, he's
0: at he's a, a different level. So, That's why have you to be honest, I thought you were saying
1: that uh, since he was. It all came down to me Eminem was white, he can't be in your top five, basically.
0: Yeah, you know what? I like to hear who some of his top five is YG.
1: <laughs>
0: you know? Now, also, Harlem's own. Killer Cam.
1: Yeah, we're going to be in disagreement with this one.
0: I actually. The first time through it, I hated it, so I said, let me listen to this again. The second time through, I hated it more, except for I'll give Killer a little bit of love. But I, you know what, Cam doesn't have, one, the voice that I like to hear, two, I don't like his
1: two-cooler-than-the-room Harlem bullshit yeah, that's flow it, that's, that's Cameron, I though, don't man. get it <laughs> He's been doing that since I want to say Since his second album Cooler than water
0: Yeah see New Yorkers will understand this Every barrel's got Their little thing And and he Cameron is definitely with the money Making Manhattan You know that mace type you know the a puffy, we, we are the chilliest guys. You know, Harlem, Harlem has always been known for the cool cats. That's, that's <laughs> New York's cool since the 1920s. Now, you get Brooklyn guys and they'll sound a little bit more gutter yeah. or, on, on records because they want to match the flow of the community. But you know what? I guess, I don't know if this is even normal Cam. He told a lot of stories.
1: He he went into a lot of stuff, even from the very first truck. He had to get Mace out of an apartment.
0: Yes. That was killer. Yeah. And you know what? I didn't mind killer, like some chick called. But then when you start getting into that stuff we talked about like a week or two ago, when you start having like little skits, you know, I want to be your – I want godfather. to be the baby's uh, godfather. I, you know what? I cut that song. I never listened to it anymore. I was like, fuck you and the child.
1: I don't want to hear your bullshit. You know, godfather, you know, the uh That's a true thing that happened. You know how many people, well, I'm not going to say how many people, you know how many, yeah, basically, how many people ask you to be a kid godfather? And I'm like, I don't even know you like that.
0: You don't ask. The parents ask
1: you. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, the parents <laughs> ask me. And I'm like, I don't even know you like that. Like, oh, uh, Okay. Why would you want me to be your kid's godparent?
0: Because I guess they don't even understand what godparent means. Godparent kind of means if a tragedy fell to the parents, you're kinda, you kind of would want this person to be responsible for the upbringing of your child.
1: Yeah, but uh, I think a lot of hood people, they just want to do it for gift purposes. For presents. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. not going to buy my son gift from the 99-cent store. Let me ask him. Yeah, yeah.
0: This, uh, you know, that's that's how we flow. It's a it's a it's a presence thing.
1: Yeah. Listen, I had, I had man. somebody get mad at me because I I knew him since the third grade, and he got mad because I asked somebody else to be my daughter godfather. I'm like, but you, you know what? To be somebody godfather.
0: I think that's something. First of all, just because here's here's a here's a uh a myth. And the younger, the sooner a person learns this, the better. But a lot of people, they never learn it, so they fake it. And there's a lot of problems in private behind it. It's called because that's your man. That don't mean that your woman likes him at all and vice Mm -hmm. versa. And what happens is, The two sides pretend when that third party's around, and then when that person's not around and they go home, they have fights over the other third person. (laughs) And you know what? Instead of both being real, saying, you know what? When you out with Joe Blow, I don't want shit to do with that. Don't invite me. Don't ask me to go to those functions. I don't like them. Matter of fact, I don't even like how y'all get together. You seem to be in a different sphere when you're with this person. So you know what? Lead me out. of it. My wife has had people in my life where she's like, I don't like the motherfucker. And so I don't try to convince her to like the person. And when I don't, ever since I stopped doing that, those problems don't exist in my life. She's allowed to dislike, and I'm allowed to dislike who I don't like. We don't have to like everybody that we know, even if they're family. You know, this could be a cool person in the family to me. And if she's like, this person's a piece of shit. And then, you know, it is just, you can't tell somebody what's on their heart. You know, but everybody wants to be, you know, everybody wants to be so I'm cool with everybody. It don't fly like that with me. Uh, but at least it, it, it doesn't work with me. I got a lot of guys, like, you know, I'm cool with a lot of dudes, and I don't like their partners. Yeah. So like, you know what, if, if Joe Blow's going to be there, I'm passing. You know what, every time that we all get together, either my father gets too drunk or he starts a fight, and I'm not willing to fight with that person. Yeah. How about that?
1: That's so how I'm I am passing. now. I look at people and I'm like, uh, just not that into you.
0: Yes, it is, it is all right. It's all right. You know, we're not all, you know,
1: that's for Jesus to accept everybody, <laughs> me. It's not my job to accept everyone. However, I do have some friends who wives or girlfriends were really cool. And then, I guess, after a while, they, I'm like, I don't really like this person.
0: Yeah, you so you can't, you can't groove with everybody, man. So Colin Kaepernick gets named GQ's is it man of the year? Uh, I forgot yes. what they name. Oh, uh, the man. Citizens of the Year. Oh, yeah, Citizen Year. Now I have no problem. I actually love Colin Kaepernick's original stance.
1: Yeah, I agree. I may, mean, I may mean, I have a problem with it though, but a slight problem. And the only reason I say that is, no one has heard from Colin Kaepernick since the end of 2017. I mean, since the but- end of last football season. Okay, well, I'm on the same page with you there. I have two, three
0: issues with Colin Nick, but not his stance, original oh, yeah. stance. I don't
1: have an issue with his stance. I'm just saying how is he citizen of the year when no one's heard from him this year?
0: That's true. And he made two big blunders this year. One, the Castro shirt. Let's not forget who Fidel Castro is. Yeah. Yeah. Two, I don't care how you think about anything, We don't take up guns in this country to make change. We go to the voting booth. For him to so proudly be like, I didn't vote, I don't think anybody with any melanin in their skin, carbon in their skin, should be proudly ever saying that they don't vote when there are people who died so that you could do that. Keep that shit to yourself. Plead the fifth. When they ask you about voting you didn't vote, just say, that's really nobody's business. Yep. but don't say with some pride no I didn't vote Get the, matter of fact that's about the last thing we heard from Colin I didn't vote
1: yeah and you tried to make change but you didn't vote
0: yeah so that's not the man of the year his stance we matter of fact we we as a people for the last 300 and some odd days we've been waiting for him to say boo about jelly anything how is the weather where you are, Colin? Anything. I mean, I like that you're giving money, and I like that somebody actually had the nerve to lay some lay. He laid his career on the line, and I applaud him for that. But you don't just didn't become a deaf mute after that. Do you know that there probably, other than, like, the president, Putin, there's nobody else in this whole entire society that any talk show in the world would stop, kick anybody out to have him sit on the couch. He's, the, he's in the top five, wouldn't you say?
1: Yeah, definitely. Hey, the Tonight Show could be about the tape of the hour. If he calls and say, hey, I'm coming up, whoever's the second guest is probably going to get bumped. The B guest is yeah. going to get bumped.
0: Yeah, tell Jennifer Lawrence to kick some rocks. I want to <laughs> talk. Shit, Colin Kaepernick could go to the WWE Raw tonight and sit in the middle of the fucking ring and they would do a special Miz TV with him.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: There is definitely. no place that Colin Kaepernick couldn't go right now. and He can go to Fox. I mean, damn, Oprah would come out of retirement and her fat ass and talk him,
1: you know. I don't Where know about Fox. Colin? I don't know about Fox.
0: Fox or shit. Fox will open it man, in a second. Fox, <laughs> CNN, MSNBC. I don't give a damn. The Christian Broadcasting Network. Shit. Anybody, if you are running anything with a radio that goes to people, Colin Kaepernick is somebody you want to speak to, even if you want to dissect
1: him. They can do I don't you have to agree with him. YouTube, social media, live, whatever.
0: Yeah. Matter of fact, we 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 brought up. I just brought it up in passing. WWE. Did you see what the WWE
1: did last week? Uh, for Royal SmackDown?
0: Yeah, well, he took the belt off of Jinder Mahal and put yeah. it on AJ Styles.
1: Yeah, I know exactly why they they've been doing that too. Because because they do- as announced Survivor Series wasn't making any sense. Do you want to see Jinder versus Brock? No, but you want to know something that I
0: found really strange? I thought Jinder and AJ put on a damn good match.
1: Oh yeah, they put on a great match, and a lot in a lot of wrestling forums have been saying a lot a good thing. They was like, "Damn, that was the best I've seen Jinder in a long time."
0: <laughs> Jinder looked like,
1: "Oh shit, this guy's got something
0: now." But here's the thing: the WWE is going to India. The month of December. Yeah, there is no way in the world that you do not put that strap back on that man, going to the most populated country in the world. Could you imagine the media attention that Jinder will get in India, walking around as the champion? Well, I think they already came up with a plan B.
1: Because I was on social media the other day, and Triple H challenged Jinder Mahal for some Indian match. Well some India matches. So if he See, doesn't have the cu- strap, he's fighting, he'll probably be fighting Triple H. See,
0: you know, as far as I'm concerned, that is a huge boo-boo and a stupid-ass mistake. Let the man, if that's not like going to Japan right now and not letting Sinjay go home to champ. <laughs> Give the man the fucking strap. Let him go on all those talk shows there. He speaks the language. First of all, you'll make fans for 20 years down the line.
1: Yeah. Oh, Maybe they put it back
0: that time? One. Yeah, right they have after to.
1: Survivor Series.
0: Yeah. I don't give a damn if it's the Monday after Survivor Series or Tuesday after Survivor Series. And he's like, you know what? I want my rematch
1: clause. Yeah, I've been reading a lot of articles this week about the uh, WWE and how they've been. Taking Triple H's NXT artist that he builds up, and they're not transitioning to Vince McMahon's roster as in like a Bobby Roode because Triple H built him up as a as a heel, and he comes to SmackDown. Vince McMahon changes him into a good guy.
0: Yeah, and you know what? The glorious character can't be a good guy. There's too much arrogance with the character. Yeah, he and he's lost that arrogance.
1: Yep. So the fans not buying into it. So I think Vince really needs to pull Triple H into uh, the top brands as well. So it's no, it makes no sense that these guys or girls are not transitioning. They have top stars in NXT, and they get to the main roster and basically become buried. buried. Yeah, and and the thing is, they already
0: come in with the pre-hype, people. It's not like they're not – no, this is not like when you were a kid. Say the 1980s, 1990s, some dude would be coming from, okay, maybe we didn't get like Southwest or AWA, and you didn't get to see those other places. And the, the hill comes in, so they would do vignettes for like two weeks so you get to know them. These people don't even need vignettes. They walk in, you already know their catchphrases. You know, you know everything about them already.
1: Austin came out and said last week or the week before that the problem is Vince is not allowing guys to speak freely. Everything is scripted. Unless you're like a uh one of the top guys, mostly everything is scripted. But I said he has a point because a year ago, well two years ago, Kofi Kingston Biggie and Xavier Woods was unheard of, basically, mid-card status. They allowed them guys to go freely without scripts, and they blew up to the biggest-selling merchandise for around WrestleMania time. Yeah. Because if you take the lid off of some of these guys, maybe that their real characters could show. The Miz and Daniel Bryan had a great... I don't think that was written. The... Talking smack um, segment.
0: Uh, actually, to tell you the truth, The Miz became an all-time legend that day.
1: Yeah.
0: If he wasn't already, because he actually lost his he lost a gasket.
1: Yeah. He was drooling from the lips.
0: That I, I, I've watched that several times. That that is that is great shit. When when it see when stuff comes from that gut. Okay, Steve Austin in ECW, before he even got to WWE, he was talking about WCW from his gut. Yeah, yeah. So he was starting to make himself. He now had the confidence, even though he got to WWE and got that horrible ringmaster
1: shit. Oh, that was horrible.
0: Or the million-dollar <laughs> champion, whatever the hell it was. But he knew that he could open his mouth and had something to say.
1: Yeah, I always tell people, I am like, if you, want, if you go back to WCW and the NWO days, that was some great stuff. If you go back to the Attitude area, that was great stuff. I tell anyone, if you go back to when Brian Pillman in Austin was running that segment and Brian Pillman pulled the gun, <laughs> you would never see that on television today. No, no, you couldn't. Hey, and you want to know something?
0: Wrestling is funny. I grew up on wrestling that I should have hated. I, everybody should have hated. Every match was a squash match. Oh, Every yeah. match <laughs> was a squash. There was no such thing as Miz versus Seth Rollins on yeah. television. It was the you Brooklyn on TV. Yep. Yeah. As a matter of fact, the WWE would need, to have, would need to hire 30 guys to lose to all their top guys. Yep. Every week, and that's where all it would be. And, I mean, I grew up with that. Shit, uh, just the bigger stars with the jobbers, like Steve Lombardi or uh, S.D. Jones. Yep. These are stars because they lost every fucking week.
1: <laughs> and,
0: and, and no matter who came to town and how bad they was or whatever,
1: this is who you lose to. Yeah, I don't think I ever saw a Brooklyn Brawler win a match. Oh, man. I mean,
0: you think about it. Every the fucking whole hour was one squash after another. <laughs> And it really didn't change it to the Attitude Era. That's when they started matching good guys against good bad guys. Yeah, I think act- to that point, they didn't. I
1: think that was the point when WCW was running away with the ratings. They had to do something.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then think about it. The, the bad, bad guys that everybody hated was the Flair and his crew, and you had the NWO and that crew yeah, who were bad guys but baby faces, bad guys. So everything's flipped upside down.
1: Yeah, I think Vince needs to figure some stuff. I think by them going public, okay, it was probably great for their pockets, but it basically kind of killed the the rawness of wrestling because every they had to go to PG because investors ain't going to want to pay for people yelling out bitch all the time.
0: Yeah, i, I noticed the last couple of weeks they've let some – stuff kind of sliding, yeah. but oh, very little and only maybe you say it and the next five guys can't say anything and you yeah, know I, what
1: I was wondering you, you came up shot that they put on Becky Lynch versus James Ellsworth, Ellsworth. they haven't had a yeah. man versus woman match in years
0: you know what you came up with the right idea a while ago after that after that 9 o'clock hour, it should be able to go to a higher. You know, you don't have to be PG-13. It should be uh, something, whatever that next one is, 17. Yeah,
1: uh, yeah. it should be for uh, the 10 o'clock hours to be for adults. Especially, especially raw
0: because that's three hours. Yeah. Give the kids an hour and a half. Shit, you can give them to 930. And after that, uh, when we come back, Parental guidance might be suggested, and you know what? Most of those kids ain't going anywhere anyway. Nope.
1: Nope. Same kids at home playing Call of Duty.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know what? They, 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 have seen it all. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's with this modern day and age, between cell phones and YouTube and Cody, there's nothing that's not at the tip of their fingers. Nothing.
1: Yeah, they're probably home watching porn with their parents.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, if I'm a kid, I'm 11 years old, I figure out, and because I'm technical, I'm 11, I figured out how to put Cody on my computer. Yep. I can get 52 porn add-ons that's not requiring me to say anything about age.
1: Yep. I don't have to <laughs> enter
0: any credit cards. I don't have to do Anything. I just have to click on my mouse to, hey, Pornhub sounds great.
1: Yeah, they had a racy cartoon on the network, so I'm like, you yeah, I didn't care about kids that much.
0: Look, I'm going to watch a new episode later tonight. Every Sunday night, about the raunchiest motherfucker comes on Fox television, 9 o'clock on Sunday Peter Griffin. You don't get no, you get no viola. Matter of fact, I think about three weeks ago, Meg and Chris were caught having sex for the 50th time. They're brother and sister. (laughs) This is Sunday night. Television. Church day. So, I mean, you know, you got one character on the show who's a pedophile you got another one who's a sex addict uh, who mother is transitioned over to a transgender woman. So there's no – there's a dog who has sex with women. So there's bestiality. So oh don't, don't, don't tell me we need to protect the show. And you know what? I absolutely love the show. I have never missed the episode.
1: I love it. Is that on Adult Swim?
0: Hell no. That's on Fox.
1: Oh, Fox. Fox,
0: tell channel. <laughs> channel 5 in New York. Channel 13. No, Channel 13 in North Carolina. Fox, F-O-X, regular Fox. Comes on nine, 9 o'clock Sunday night. Church day. Oh, wow. You know? So this is not low 2 o'clock in the morning on Showtime. You've never seen Family Guy.
1: Uh, no, I don't watch Family Guy. Is there a reason? I can't deal with... Uh, what's that? I really don't like Seth McFarlane.
0: Listen, the show, I I more than give it 90 thumbs up because not only is Seth... This ain't Seth with that space shit he did or any of these movies. Yeah. This is intelligence. Sometimes gutter... Bullshit comedy.
1: Like, I enjoyed but The Simpsons, comedy. but I couldn't really get into Family Guy.
0: Okay. Well, I couldn't get into... Uh, I'm not too big on the uh, American Dad one, but I love Family Guy.
1: Which one? I, Stewie fan. is Is uh, Family Guy, right? Stewie's Family Guy. Okay.
0: Effeminate a, a baby genius. <laughs> who, who wants to kill his mother? <laughs> I mean, he's an effeminate... English. For some reason he's British. His head is shaped like a football because his father his father injured him as a toddler. Okay. So, I mean it's 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 just it's insane. Man, I got some really bad news this weekend for me. What's a George Takai accused of sexual harassment. Now, the reason I say it's bad news for me, I'm a long-time Howard Stern fan. George Takai used to come sit in for whole weeks at a time, and he always did some inappropriate sexual shit. Uh, one of one of my favorite lines by George Takai is they had a male dude come in who has a 14-inch penis. <laughs> so the dude pulls the penis out in front of George, And the first thing that came out of George's mouth was, I love to touch. (laughs) So me and my wife make fun of that all the time. Now, George is a married man. So I knew, like, George's whole life story because if you think about it, for 10 years, at least three times a year for a whole week, I would listen to this man sit in with this other man and talk for four or five hours. So you get to know his whole story. You meet his husband. And and it's kind of heartbreaking, man. It's a, it's a it was a, a really another bad weekend for sexual harassment. The the chick Rebel Rebel Wilson, who's in those horrible singing movies, with those other
1: girls. Oh, uh, Pitch Perfect.
0: Yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, I didn't even know there was a a one and two. Now number three is coming out. Yeah.
1: Shit. <laughs> Just let you know
0: that's not my world. Uh, so she said somebody sexually harassed her. Uh, Fucking Benny Medina, who is legitimately the real Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. The show Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was based on his life. Yeah. His story is outrageous. It sounds like he just tried to rape a man. Oh. I mean... This we're not even we're not even talking anymore about groping. Some of this shit is put in ch- this dude said he put him in a chokehold till he almost passed out and he was pulling his pants down trying to put his penis in his ass. I mean this, is, this shit is like Sing thing mixed with Hollywood. Then now you got this Gail Gadot, Wonder Woman, saying she doesn't she's not even gonna resign. With Wonder Woman, unless Brett Ratner's off the uh out of the loop completely.
1: Yeah, I know he just left Warner Brothers, but she doesn't even want to deal with his his um production, production company. company. Yeah,
0: I mean it's 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 a sad, sad, sick situation. What is going on? And and like I said before, and I think I I'm a hundred percent right. This shit is going to get worse before it gets better. Now so far, so far. The brown skin has not come up, male nor female, but we know it will. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping I am hoping the black community handles it with some dignity and class and not shame fucking potential victims.
1: Well, he was the first one. See? Bill Cosby was the first. Mm.
0: Right, okay. And you know what? Black people handle that bad. Think about every rumor that you ever heard. Bill Cosby's only being accused because he was going to buy NBC.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bill
0: Cosby is being accused because the Illuminati wants to get him. Bill Cosby is being accused because he's too black. He's too famous. He's too Positive. I mean so we don't accept shit. Think about it. This almost over a quarter million people have signed a petition to send to the governor of Pennsylvania to get Meek Mill released from prison.
1: You know it's the only black
0: people. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> and it's
0: just what I said. He's not the one. they gonna we gotta make a mod out you know, fuck fuck a John from the Bronx who didn't do shit no he's not the one Tamir Rice is not the one you know Freddie Gray is not the one Meek Mills the one he's the tipping point These people are you know we're crazy people when it only comes to mis- culture. only in this culture yeah. yeah man so I just want to go through some sports before we get a hell out of here um Boston wins again, man. They're on a twelve-game winning streak. Twelve games. I, I that that is incredible, man. Um, Lonzo Ball gets a triple double, but they lose.
1: Yeah. You always got to put a but they lose right at the end of the. Day. When you're yeah. About the Lakers.
0: And then you got like a couple of injuries. Kyrie Irving's gonna have to wear a <laughs> face mask. Because he got some kind of bruised bone in his face. Okay. Rudy Gobert is going to miss four to six weeks. He got a bone bruise in his leg. D'Angelo Russell got hurt. And Carmelo Anthony, he never makes it through 82 games. He's dinged up now, too. Yeah, so back. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's see how long that goes. And they actually... Uh, OKC had lost to the no, OKC beat the Clippers. The Clippers are on, on real bad. They're done already as far as I'm concerned.
1: Yeah, and everybody's like, oh, the Clippers been playing well without Chris Paul.
0: Now, I'm going to say who's really shocking. I'll tip my hat to him, man. I can't believe this. The Knicks are playing good basketball.
1: Oh, yeah, this Christoph Porzingis. Porzingis. Man, Phil Jackson looked like a genius behind that one.
0: Yeah, but you know what? Then he looks like an idiot because Frenchie
1: ain't doing shit. Yeah, Frenchie ain't doing nothing right now. And
0: especially since they could have got Derek Smith Jr.
1: But who's playing pissed,
0: good ball for Dallas.
1: People was pissed off that uh, Phil wanted to move Carmelo. But maybe he knew Porzingis and Carmelo couldn't play with each other. Listen, Porzingis is the real deal. You just got to hope that you can get what you
0: can out of him because in the history of the NBA, nobody over seven two really lasted long. Yeah, Not scorers. True. Not yeah. sco- defensive players like Manute, uh, Dembe McTumbo,
1: McTumbo. yeah. He
0: lasted because he was only a defensive player. So he still there and blocked your shot, but no scorer. I mean, actually, to tell you the truth, the longest lasting seven footer, as far as I'm concerned, is Dirk Nowitzki. He's he's like a freak.
1: Yeah, he's, yeah. He's still playing. I mean, it's only like yeah. 25 minutes, but he's still producing.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's a freak. But you know what, Dirk was smart. Dirk never beat himself up in the paint. His yeah. ass stands he's almost he's almost in a snack off.
1: Yeah, he was jump he was jump shoot your ass. He's not gonna bang with you in the in the post. No,
0: no, no. He said, you know what, that probably gave him an extra ten years but, in the NBA.
1: But I feel like Cuban always went out, he knew Dirk wasn't that player, so he always went out and got a sensor that will bang in the post.
0: Yeah, that's why he played with uh what? Uh Cardwell Oh, no, Chandler Chandler, here. yeah.
1: He won a championship with Chandler.
0: Yeah. Now, we cannot leave without saying, ha, ha, ha to the New York Giants. The
1: I think it's a giant show. If they lose to the San Francisco, uh, the whole team should be fighting, the whole staff.
0: Yeah, man, I had to hunt the New York papers, man. I had to look at the papers, you know, the Post and the Daily News just to see the back pages, and they are calling for McAdoo's head, boy. And yeah. your ex your ex team I don't know if you got any love for them anymore. The fucking Saints are kicking ass, yeah, my
1: friend. Who knew? Then they
0: thought of zero two. They zero two, now they're seven and two, seven game winning streak. And it's not so much. We all know what Drew Brees. You yes. don't watch football if you don't know what Drew Brees could do. Yeah. The defense is solid. They got a full team, and out of nowhere, it's like out of nowhere.
1: And and I guess to talk to Sean Payton leaving
0: woke some people up. Yeah, I mean they they look good and and they and you want to know something? Ingram, ever since AP left, Ingram and this kid Kamara, yeah,
1: they've been running
0: up. the ball. Yep. It's it's like Ingram said, "Y'all pissed me off by bringing them here. I'm going to show you who I am."
1: Yep.
0: So I, I tip my hat to the Saints and the. Uh, Well, the Patriots are the Patriots. They just roll year after year. They're like taxes and death and the sun rising. And the Rams, the Rams look really good. My Cowboys got their ass handed to them by the Atlanta Falcons. It was disgusting. But at least the Giants losing took a little bit of the sting. (laughs) A little, you know, I, I had to cut. But if the Giants were the one, that's like pouring the lemon. At least I didn't have to get the lemon juice in my cut. Well, Net, wrap us up here, my friend.
1: As always, folks, another good show. Please sign up for the YouTube our YouTube channel, at Doc. We need those subscriptions, likes, comments, uh, share. Uh, if you want to be part of the show, you can email us at Doc. Let us know if there's a topic you want us to talk about. Or you can follow us on all all our little or every form of social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Netboy
0: Fantastic. Listen, if you like, uh, they said on Saturday Night Live, if your thing thing is out before she takes off any clothes, you're out of the you're out of the box. So yeah. don't <laughs> harass anybody, anybody, anyone. Okay? Be good. This is Doc on behalf of Ned Boy, Doc, and our world. Peace. Right. Ned, my one. friend. Be easy, brother. Have a good one.